I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Season three, Alan. What? Episode two. Two. The episode is called The Review. And it originally aired September 25th, 1996. Uh, so uh, this, this is one of those rare ones that does not open in the station. You know, uh, yeah, actually, a uh, coffee kind of shop that we start to see more of after this episode. Do, you're right. I guess we do, huh? Because they come back. Isn't this also where Lucky Burger is? No, that's, no, that's, that's a different that's thing. Th- place, this but... is where. Hold on. Uh huh. Hold on. Yeah. Because I know they come back to this coffee shop, I swear, t- two more episodes. Okay. I believe you. I don't remember. Or I'm just remembering this episode in a future season, which could be a possibility. You've just seen it a lot. Yeah, Yeah, it could (laughs) be. For some reason, I thought the Dilbert episode was in a later season. Yeah, I know. Me too. It is a pretty good episode. It is. It is. Anyway. You know, you're fine, Alan. You're fine. Jeez. So, Alan or Alan. Yep. Alan (laughs) or Alan. Matthew and Joe are in line for coffee at the coffee shop. There's apparently a coffee shop in the Criterion building. uh, seems to be uh, new. I yep. guess that's uh, so not yep. only new to us, but new to them. <laughs> and Matthew, of course, uh, is signaling for Dave, who's walking by or is in the back of the line to get into uh, where they are at in mm-hmm. the front of the line. And then Matthew's like, "So how'd you hear about our secret coffee spot?" <laughs> Which, I mean, it's as Dave had to point out, it's 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 in the lobby. Uh huh. You know? Yeah, it's basically like a big. <laughs> Starbucks coffee bean type of thing. Right. It does, it's not like a hole in the wall. It's, no. It's this big-ass coffee shop. Yeah, in the, in the lobby building. of the building he works in. <laughs> and he tries to get Dave to cut, which is awkward and uncomfortable as an adult. I don't do that. Do you cut? Do you do cutsies, Alan? Will you do cutsies Sometime, if your friends well, are in no, Well, no. Well, not usually if they're in line. If, they, if we do plan to meet there mm-hmm. at the same time, we yeah. just whoever's in line first. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, hey, okay, we're right. right here. It's one thing if you're in line for a show, which, I mean, can be more annoying, but like mm-hmm. it's also like you want to be with your friends, but right. at a coffee shop. I feel like in line for a show, too, you get in a little bit faster than for uh, you waiting think so. 10 minutes, 5, 10 minutes for your coffee. Mm-hmm. Because you get those espresso shots. Let me tell you. Ha. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Don't catch me having my coffee in the morning. Anyway, uh, yes. There's no physical gag in this opening. I know. Did you notice? Yes, I did. Yeah, it but was you... just more like Andy Dick gets abandoned. Matthew just oh, gets right, abandoned. Oh, right, because they didn't have it. fresh fruit smoothies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Had he gotten a coffee and spilled it all over the entire audience, uh, the entire everybody. The in entire line. audience. Yeah. So everybody who was yep. watching in the uh-huh. crowd and laughing. Everybody gets a coffee. Spills spilled it all. Spilled on them by Andy Dick. Andy, yes. Yep. Um, the, uh, the, uh, I will say that the gentleman who serves them, his name is Mark Fight, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. He's in another episode, and I think... If we can arrange it, he's gonna. He, we'll do a little special episode with him. He actually has one of my uh, possibly. I'm not sure yet, but possibly one of my favorite moments in this episode. It, really? Yeah. All right, that's good. So that that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also, uh, let's let's point out a few things. So what sure. happens in this opening is that uh, Matthew sees a little cartoon on the register after he asks for smoothies, which they clearly don't have. 
and says, uh, did we not introduce Jen? Did we do it again? Jen yes, is so here from the ether. <laughs> you know, you could speak up. It's okay. I just always get so excited to talk about the show. I know. I'm the worst human. Now you're excited about a show. But. <laughs> Anywho. Hi, do you have anything to inge- interject yet so far? Or I did. Okay, I know, but you like m- any further? Or? No? Okay. Anywho. So they're <laughs> And Matthew sees a little cartoon. Who drew this little cartoon here? Which one of you guys drew this little funny cartoon? And then Dave <laughs> sees that it's clearly Dilbert. And right. It's clearly uh, on newspaper. Yeah, right. It's also on newspaper. Yeah. And I never, I never got into Dilbert. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because I only read those strips when I was like a kid. Now you're not going to get that. Yeah. Because it's office humor. Sure. Right. Yeah. And. Did you read Dilbert? Did you like I, it when you were a kid? I don't know. I like maybe. The, yeah. I, I mean, had I, I had I known that Scott Adams it. was a misogynist dipshit, I don't yeah. think I would have liked it. But, <laughs> but uh, I probably thought I got it because I was trying. I was always trying to get adult humor as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I it's maybe, but at least half clicked with me. Dilbert was more known, I think, as a screensaver character yeah. in my world. You know? Yeah, I like I the people. far side much better. Sure. Of course. Well, of course. Yeah. The far side is Amazing. great. Those are thinkers. Those are actually thinkers. Yeah. Amazing. Calvin and Hobbes. I will fight Calvin you if you think of, I'm just kidding. And I the, might fight you over Calvin and Hobbes. Well, mm-hmm. not like with words, though. What was that one with the, the, <laughs> the, the penguin of Outland or something like that? Oh, shit. Is it Outland or is it Outland. the other... Okay. I don't know. I, I, I really li- I like that one. Too. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think it's Outland. Doonesbury was adult. I, I got that it one. It was. Yeah. I got that one somehow. Yeah. yeah. I, right. didn't, I didn't understand Dilbert, though. Mm-hmm. There are occasions when I got Doonesbury, but not, not that much. Ooh. Anyway, mm. I should. Yeah. No, there were times when they did some Vietnam War stuff on that. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Yeah. Talking about that. <laughs> yeah. He's I always mean, I get like, like uber, like, like detailed political references, and then I'd be like, I don't know. I'm Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. I'd right. be like, I, I've heard of some of these things because yeah. I watch the news sometimes, but then I'd be like, I don't know. I know <laughs> there was a period when I wanted to be a comic strip artist, so I would just start reading comic strips and not understanding them and just be like, oh, I'm sure I can figure this out. I'm sure I can figure this out. Yeah, exa- exactly right. That's the laugh. That's like, I get, I get it. Uh, oh, Lou, you should point out that Scott Adams, the real-life Scott Adams, is in line here at one point and speaks up. And... Uh, he swallows a lot. He's swallowing he's a lot. Blinking like a crazy he's person. Blinking. He's blinking. He's, he's not nodding. Used to being in front of camera. I know. I have to judge him because I don't like him as a person. So I'm just making. I've never even met him. No, no. He's oh, just a bad just, person. Yeah. He's well. just a shitbag. Yeah. Uh, and he, but he blinks a lot. He's very bad on camera. You should get him on the show. That'd be after I've called him a shitbag on my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this show. Uh, It'd be amazing if he sees. Like he's got a Google. He will have a Google alert for everything related to Scott Adams because I'll bet he's that kind of guy. He's like, oh, cool. To be fair, I have a Google alert everything related to myself. Yeah, but yeah, I think he's got a custom Google alerts. Like, oh, that episode news radio came up. I'm in that episode. Let's see. Click listen, and then he then he flips out and. Well, you're in big trouble, man. I I I, mm-hmm. I don't know the man, so I neither do I. But I'm still judging him. And his <laughs> blinking, his excessive extra blinking. Again, I've said this before. I can't judge. I ran into a camera on Joan of Arcadia. I can't say too much about what it takes to be a bad extra. Okay. Good job, Dave. There, there are two in this episode and the next one we talk about, which is not the next one you guys are going to hear. We're, we're recording out of order today, but we've got yeah, there's some, a lot of extras Yeah, there's in these. Yeah, like spe- special, yeah. like related to the episode extras. So them. I guess by season three, they're like, do we have any clout? Cool. Can we fly this person in? Cool. Mm-hmm. So well, let's they give it a shot. Well, they finally got like a set that wasn't the Mexican restaurant. Downstairs. I know. Is this? There's. Is hmm? there? An, there's another one between that. No. 
What? Another what? what? Between this and the Mexican restaurant? What Another location? Yeah. Well, they go to that uh, place for dinner a lot with like the fancy There is that little, yeah, yeah, that yeah. little restaurant yeah, there uh, for a few yeah, episodes. Yeah, I take that one for granted, I guess. Are there any others between... I'm sure we will this discover some. This episode and the Mexican restaurant before? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's the know, break room. Other than the break room. But, it, but that might be attached. Yeah. Yeah, it is attached, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So here, this security desk. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. Which I don't but think I they think used that again. wasn't between, yeah. No, no. I don't no, know. They I used it before, though, right? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think so. They don't usually go, they very rarely do they actually go off campus, if right. they will. Yeah. Hmm. Later on when Matthew becomes a dentist, or reveals his dentistry. Oh. And when uh, Jimmy James in season five year. goes to jail and all Tweet that. Tweet at us if we Bill, um, Bill goes stuff, to the psych guys. goes to the psych ward. You know, there's always every <laughs> oh, once yeah, in a while. Oh yeah, but not yet. Like I'm just trying to tra- track what we've I see gotten. What you're saying, no. No. So far, no. I think between this and the Mexican restaurant, I without doing that. any any writing down, sure, which is sure part of research. Can so. we write a sitcom that takes place in <laughs> this coffee shop now, in the Criterion? Building. Oh my God! Yeah, spinoff. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the weirdest spinoff. And now that I know a guy who was in it, he I think could that be the coffee manager. shop would not be open anymore. <laughs> no, it's probably be a Starbucks by now. So it'd be, it would have gone through several phases. Two I think this was the this, basis for Superior Donuts. I think you're right. I, I think you're right. So we should look into that. I think we should help Paul Sims sue them, <laughs> even though <laughs> sue Superior Donuts yeah, for stealing yeah. a possible location. Friend of the that show, has Alex. To do with it. Well, yeah, yeah, a friend of the show, Alex Salem, will not be happy that he's got a friend who works on that show. A couple friends who work on that show, apparently. I love the play. I haven't seen the show, but I, I have love not the play. seen it. I have donuts. I have the box of donuts for I the show. I love the play. Anyway, uh, it's based on a play? Sorry. That's yeah, weird. no, there was, it was, uh, play was more of a dramedy than a sitcom kind okay. of thing, but it was oh. good. When you throw Judd Hirsch in something, it immediately is a comedy. I Even it was Gary, Gary Cole is who I saw starring in it. Interesting. I saw. Yeah. They made him look a little older, but mm-hmm. he was that's good. Weird. It was really good. It was a good play. Gary Cole's underrated. Uh, I okay. completely agree. Uh, so anyway, the cold uh, open it, it ends with. Well, hold on. I got yes, yes. I, I do have to point out though, because Matthew, you know, he discovers Dilbert, like yes, he said. Uh, sure. But it's always interesting with him because if he discovers it, he automatically assumes nobody else will know about this. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, Which it's, is not I mean, good for a reporter. He's a hard. That's not a good for a reporter. That's yeah. a bad yeah. trait. It really, really is. He's just so <laughs> self-unaware, so unaware of everything around him. He's, he's he like, thinks they will have smoothies at this coffee shop. It's like the sweet yeah, old grandmother that dis- dis- discovers, uh, I don't know, Monopoly for the right. first time. Yeah, and yeah, thinks, yeah. oh, my goodness, they've yeah, never yeah. heard of this. <laughs> and your Dave grandmother's Ed. British. And, oh, and yes. Anyway, let's go. <sighs> Move it, Jason. David, they don't <laughs> have fresh fruit smoothies. <laughs> They don't. <laughs> I suggest we pay, take our business elsewhere. <laughs> I love it when Dave uh, plays along like that. It's so <laughs> good. And then he storms off, and that's it's still he's still the victim in this cold open. So I mean, I guess that's how they're 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 going to remain consistent. Uh, yeah, but I was surprised there was no actual physical game. Uh, we should point out uh, we haven't done this in a while. Let's talk about the credits. So, how the credits look to you this episode, Alan? I mean, we are we are on the <laughs> they new look di- fast paced, right? They're on kind the new boom, 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 on boom, the boom. new DVD. They're a lot cleaner, crisp, mm-hmm. nicer transfer or I, nicer. I can you know? read every single person's exactly name. Exactly right. There's Dave Nelson. You got your candy. There's Alexander. music. Did there you know there's music by Mike Post? Yeah, it I sounds kind of nice. It's Dave Foley, not Dave Nelson. Okay, listen. That's his character. Dave and Get Nelson. Get it right. What I'm naming you is you didn't watch this opening in this episode at all, did you? Oh, I'm sorry, folks. This is a confession. Please. This is a confession. Please. Confession. <laughs> I've never seen the opening credits to News Radio. I don't know what the theme song sounds what like. I have special DVDs where they cut Ooh. those out. What? You did not watch. That's a lot of effort just not did. to watch the opening credits. Sony is very kind yes. to send me those. Wow. Yeah. 
Kudos to you, Sony. Kudos. They're special DVDs, so they don't have to pay any royalties to uh, Mike Post for the theme oh. song. Hmm. I, for, I don't know what Sony's Mike, got against Mike Post. Mike Post wrote this one, too. He did? Yeah. Did he really yeah. write yes, this one? Yes, he did. Shut up. Yes. And uh, Dave, Dave... The guy Dave, who wrote the Rockford Files yep. theme? Wrote, I have yep. an al- a vinyl album of some of his songs from... There's the weird thing about that Mike, that Mike Post album is some of his theme songs and him covering other people's theme songs. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think we've had this. I don't remember if we had a discussion yeah. on the show, but uh-huh. I will just say this about Mike Post. Like, all his theme songs are usually like really good, mm-hmm. and I love the Rockford Files, but that has got to be one of the most irritating noises. Mm-hmm. Like, me, 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 I don't think me, I know that theme song. I've never seen the Rockford Files. You oh. know, sometimes you're just playing Puzzle. with the synth. So it goes on Netflix if you want to look. Really, you get really into it. It's like the, I don't know how to put it. It's like this high synthesizing, almost squeak noise. It mm-hmm. just goes, yeah. Me uh, Now it's yeah. gonna be stuck in my head for like. Oh, so she knows it. So you know what? Yeah, I get it. Like, like, Enjoy that. and all of yours, and all of yours, and all of yours, and all. Of we yours. should. We we should. <laughs> we should recut the opening credits to different Mike Post theme songs. But we they're should. All, they're all really catchy, even if it's like a. Like, no, it's still catchy. I think he's, he's one of the he's one of the best. It's amazing. Like, Wait, do you guys know this? This one though. Da 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 da. Okay, good. You do know it. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> anyway, we come out of the opening. We do come out of the opening, and we go into an advertisement because we took that long to get the cold open. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh my god. Hey, Alan. Jason. Ice cream. I love it. CVT. Chocolate. Vanilla. Twist. And sprinkles. And salt. Sea salt. Sea salt. And in coffee. Uh huh. Go to at CVT Soft Serve everywhere on the internet, CVTSoftServe.com. They got two trucks. They got two trucks here in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. So come out to LA, visit them, tell them we said hi. That's our advertisement. <laughs> and we're this back. That's why we don't have any other sponsors. I don't understand we're what back. you're talking oh. about. Yes. Okay, so. Um, so we're so at the, Lisa's desk. That's right. The New York Radio Guide has come out. The the This is such a generic uh, name for a uh, radio magazine. The New York Radio, New York radio Guide. Radio Guide. I know. Is right? this, an, this is a candidate. I don't know. I was wondering. I don't know. I didn't it, look it up. I'm I sorry, I folks. Didn't either. I didn't either. Maybe it, up. it is real, but either way, it's. Uh, so, what is? what exactly does uh, Lisa say that only people no who are one, interested in no it? No one or, reads it except for psychotic geeks, except with every little detail of an incestuous world of New York radio. That's what she says. And then, is that the 96, 97 New York <laughs> radio guide? <laughs> it's here. It's here. The Alpha <laughs> and the Omega has arrived. <laughs> And then uh, Catherine also, we find she, out, is equally obsessed. Yeah. And I think equally obsessed for the same reason he is, because we want to find out what they said about him. That's all. Mm-hmm. Well, it's his first year. He's the boss. Like, well, like arguably, yeah, yeah. This he's is a lot. This is a lot one of us. the people that should at least at least skim it. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. kind of like see what the impression of the station is, because he should steer it in a good direction if. If people don't like it. Mm-hmm. Plus, I had to point that this out. Uh, he's just situating himself in a new radio station uh, as the news director for a year, and I know it's not a great review uh-huh. by any means. Sure, uh, it's still not bad considering it's the first year. When first you think year? of it that way, yeah. Oh, exactly also, right. he he's not from New York either, and there's maybe a lot more um, Cats in selection here, so. for for. Uh, different types of stations in new york than where he's from mm-hmm. i would think so well i'm sure the, the the tone and the tone of the stations even for same genre stations are quite a bit different from new york as opposed uh, to wisconsin yeah. wisconsin no, and from minnesota maybe a little more fast-paced yeah. potentially too so. yeah 
Uh, Beth, Beth's copy of it has gum in it. Yeah, she we can tell out. Beth doesn't give a crap. Oh no! Obviously, she's not going to be mentioned she, in a radio. Guide. She barely realizes she's in radio. I'm sure she doesn't like it. Doesn't yep. register at all for her. She yep. barely realizes that she makes coffee for people. Oh, I love that when that comes <laughs> up. Uh, when when Dave walks in, Jimmy's oh. at his desk. <laughs> he says that the creepiest <laughs> thing. Mom, did your mom. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Whoa, where'd my head go? <laughs> Dave, did your mom change your home phone number again? <laughs> <laughs> you have a recent picture of your mom, Dave. I also like that so much of this first part of this episode is Dave just does not get a chance to sit down and read the fucking review. Yep. Like that's the hardest part. His own boss can't like be mature enough to just like not interrupt him and let him do his yeah, job. And, and, like and Jimmy's also he's like, just bored and like kind of like wiggly and like <laughs> yeah. like. So, so, who's going to talk to me? I need He's somebody to talk to. Trying to stress the importance of it. Mm. He says it can put your career into orbit or smash it onto the rocks like last year's lobster pot. <laughs> last year's lobster pot. What the hell does that even mean? Lobster pot? Uh, yeah, yeah. It means uh, if the pot's no good anymore, uh-huh. it was used for the last okay. year's mm-hmm. lobster mm-hmm. festival, mm-hmm. Uh, radio lobster festival that they have every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, for so this was for I the, hold the 95 year parties and then I just uh, abandon I, I the pots on the <laughs> beach. Uh-huh. Okay. I you, guys, hey, you, guys, you guys went with that for way and... too long. Uh, longer than I expected, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> so as Dave does try to read it, Jimmy's just sitting there. I can't do the noise right now, so my mouth hurts. I don't it was <laughs> I can't do it right now. Why can't I do the popping noise? My mouth is just being weird right now. And then it's, it's <laughs> caffeine. Too much coffee. Uh, too much and then coffee. as he's doing it, so, Dave, you have any recent pictures of your mom? I guess he's in the middle of reading it. I love that Dave just calls it out right away, though. Just like, mm. that is possibly the most distracting question <laughs> I've ever been asked. I can't do it. And then Catherine comes back. Catherine finally comes in because she, she has read it quickly, apparently. She had mm. plenty of time to read the whole review. Dave has not. Uh, and read she, this yeah. part. Yeah, she she read just, it in about 30 seconds yeah, in? Is that what we got? That's, that's, yeah, that's a good point because it does seem to be kind of a real-time <laughs> well, cut Jimmy, from one room to Jimmy the other. Jimmy was interrupting him for a while. Yeah, so. I mean, we could assume that there's been a little bit of time has passed, but she's most annoyed. I'm just assuming there's not. And Gim- uh-huh. Wow, I can't talk. Beth. Uh-huh. Gim. Beth, <laughs> yeah, Gim. Gim. Same day. Gim is in the next episode. <laughs> she's in the arcade episode. Oh, wow. uh, Beth. Beth interrupted him with her whole gum thing and mm-hmm. him getting that off his hand. and so, so, I don't know. It's a few minutes, maybe? Maybe. A couple M- minutes? Maybe. At the most. Not, yeah. But uh, Catherine's annoyed that, uh, not that she's been chronically underused, which is what it says in there, which also I think is a really great, they must have written that in as a comment, yeah. knowing how poorly yep. they use her on the show. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but she talks about how uh, they misspell her name with a K. Catherine is regal. Catherine with a K is uh, a two-bit biker chick from North Jersey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like that cheap slut Catherine uh, Hepburn, and then she gets offended. Oh, look at that. It was just so, so funny. Oh my also, Kenny Alexander has a K. Mm-hmm. Which is perfect. I think that's really funny. Wow. Uh, oh, God. And I Bill, can't read my note here. Bill walking in? Oh, yes. Yeah, Bill well, walks in. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. when you, so I think we can say the critics have shined their rays of adulation on me once again. <laughs> the relevant text is highlighted. <laughs> <laughs> And then Dave reads it, Bill, Bill McNeil is adequate. Sorry, Bill. Adequate. <laughs> he smi- The big smile that he gives right there. Like He, just, he like puts his hands out like, huh? Adequate? Like, as though his pimping of that word is going to make it any better. Yes. Sorry, I... you weren't singled out as adequate. <laughs> I have used uh, so many of his words from this episode, or at least invented other words to yeah. talk to people. I've, I've said adequate aquacity a lot. Sure. 
Right. There's there. Are, I will tell you, most of the comments we get on on uh, the internet from people usually they like to just say how adequate Actually. the show is. <laughs> That's great. It's really fun. Like a it's lot of people wonderful. like to use that. It makes the, you very happy. Yeah. Are we is a workhorse? We are a workhorse. We are a podcast. Yeah. Um, was uh, I? I uh, directed and wrote a college film called The Adequate Three mm-hmm. back in college. <laughs> I can't say it was, wasn't related to news radio, but I'm pretty sure I got the word adequate from news radio. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, if it's in th- that far in the back of your head, like it's always going to be sitting there ready to be yeah. used. Yes. Adequacy is a hallmark of great journalism. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, oh, this is full of really great, a lot of Bill, a lot of great yep. Bill stuff in general. Yes, lots of great lines. <clears throat> I wrote a lot of lines and moments on the side from yeah. this one, yeah. There, there are a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he adequacity. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real word. It is now. It is now. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Mr. James Dave, makes his noise again. Yep. <laughs> Dave finally has time to sit and read again. And off in the corner, Jimmy's doing it. that. <laughs> Go to the break room, sir. Driving you crazy? Sure are. I get that a lot. They <laughs> <laughs> just stay on his face for oh a minute too, God. which is really really funny. I love when they go uh, when Matthew and Beth are just laughing at the Dilbert strips. I when uh-huh. Beth does that, like you said, Beth, Beth does that. Uh, Gem, you mean? Gem, Gem, mm-hmm. Gem Beth. They'll be on <laughs> two. They they are they're a duo in two episodes from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the uh, when she's laughing that hysterically at the Dilbert yeah. strips, though. It, I've said it before, and I say it again. She has one of the most contagious like oh, laughs when wonderful. she does it. Oh yeah, you have to. She uh-huh. looks like she's about to cry. Yeah, uh-huh. like it's just she laughs with her whole body. <laughs> it's just it. amazing. <laughs> also, I'd like unrelatedly to the wonderful laughter. Um, I I would like to point out that uh, Lou Morton's pointed out to us mm-hmm. last. Well, I don't know if sequentially when we air these, mm-hmm. if it was last, so I'm just gonna stop there. But mm-hmm. um. All those newspapers, look at them closely, folks. Look at the front page pictures. I don't know if you can see them on you know this how one, there's can you? Stacks as if Matthew's cutting Gilbert cartoons out of several high, different yeah. issues. Not 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 so not much. several. No. All the same. All this all the same front page. Which is so so funny. <laughs> Uh, and they just uh, Dave, Matthew's just convinced that this is going to be his big break as a journalist, that he's going to reveal the mm-hmm. magic of Dilbert to everybody. And then a, poof, through the roof. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> when when uh, I just like yeah, Dave pointing out, though, that it's not really a discovery since millions of people have already discovered it and enjoy reading it every morning, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is why it's in the Sunday paper. Yeah, there, right. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, this is what my favorite part of this scene was, though, when Beth hands him one of the strips and he's like you gotta read this one and dave's death stare back at her is fantastic she actually um she shivers really in respect like she she (laughs) goes from laughing almost hysterically and making this like jester face Mm -hmm. at him like like holding it out like she can barely hold it on because she almost wants to reach her hand towards herself and just curl up laughing yeah like she's so Amused, and then she just turns to shiver. It is horribly <laughs> cold. Really, response. I don't know how I missed that. That's really She's fucking like, funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. She's she's just amazing, and Did, especially in this episode, and mm-hmm. she's really great. Like they oh, use her more in arcade. I think she's kind of 
She's not terribly underused, but she's underused for sure. If you guys I hear us constantly su- comparing this episode to Arcade, it's because we watched these out Sorry. of order. So we yeah. watched this in Arcade today. But so we apologize for the weird preponderance of Arcade reference. I apologize yeah. for nothing. I apologize for everything. That's why we're a good team. <laughs> apologize for Apologize that. for yourself. Okay, Leave I, apo- me I apologize for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I was going to say, uh, I, I love Dave when he just messes with, with Matthew. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Matthew, if it'll help to cement you, I, I have a little tip for you. <laughs> Give it up. Just looks around and sliced bread. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so stupid, I but really it. funny. It's perfect. It's the yeah. most obvious. This and then <clears throat> once we get to the this, and I also like, there's one moment like this later on with the rap episode, which I think is great. The rap episode's a little uneven, but that's like there's a bit about rap that is really mm. great. That's very similar. Mm. Another Dave being a smartass moment <laughs> later on. Uh, they're always good. Um, and it, yeah, he's just Matthews insisting that he do get to do the story, and Dave is just absolutely refusing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, oh, Beth describing the strip to Mr. James. Not just describing it to him. She's like half on Dave's desk and half uh, on the little table doing these gymnastic... She's just like a little kid so excited, like she's got a leg up in the air. I learned this she's new like, thing today. Let me tell you all it's about so it. so fucking cute. Well, as we mentioned, the bond between Beth and Mr. James, like uh-huh. he's just oh, yeah. trying to... He's playing along like, oh, does the dog have glasses? <laughs> right. <laughs> and she leaves... Dave, I have no idea what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> or, Dave, Dave, what the hell was she talking about? It's so, and I, I like that he doesn't read the comics. He, he stopped reading them after Beetle. Ba- he found out that Beetle Bailey wasn't going to shoot anybody. <laughs> By the way, is Beetle Bailey still in the circulation? I, I have, have no wanted idea. that myself. I read that a lot as a kid. I had a little comic digest, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's in the Sunday comics anymore. No, I don't know either. Let's find well, out. Probably one. I apologize that you haven't. You know, news radio would be a solid comic. So if somebody wants to just do a regular weekly comic by the rights, I think they, think they may have gone downhill at least slightly, starting when Calvin and Hobbes stopped being. That's there. true. Once Calvin and Hobbes leaves, you're screwed. Mm. Yeah. Sad face. Fireside left years ago. Yep. Episode Scary Larson still alive. I'm just gonna go read Calvin and Hobbes. Now. Scary Larson still alive. Think he is. Oh, he killed himself. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I just wow, this just got dark. I wanted to bring it down. Wow. I just thought it would be fun. I hope Gary Larson's still around, and if he's dead, I hope he didn't kill himself. There we go. Covered that. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> Good God. Just went to a dark place. Apologize for that. Uh, so then uh, they're described as a workhorse. Uh, there's this reaction that... Worker uh, and reliable. And reliable. And, and Dave is, I think, trying to just act like he's super excited about it. And mm-hmm. says... Yeah, ha, ha, ha. Like, there's this weirder <laughs> moment that he has that he says, or, like, that's him trying to be excited about it. Just, like, so, so fake. And Bill is back again, again insisting that adequacy is, is, mm. is fine. That, uh, or, no, no, he's not. Oh, Sorry, God, he was on the about phone. Bill. He's on the phone. This is that's a line right. about Bill. That's right. Bill thinks birds crapping on him are a compliment from the gods. It's, it's, uh... That was it's Catherine, Catherine, right? Yeah. yeah, Catherine says that. Yeah, yeah. so that's why I, Bill yeah, thinks yeah. having a bird crap on him is a compliment from the gods. Yeah, I want to know who he's talking to when he's on the phone, though. When he just uh, when he says, oh. you know, it's one thing to know you're adequate. Yes, but to have a member of the press say you, sir. I'm not always convinced adequate. that he's on the phone. You think he's just talking? <laughs> you think he's just doing point. that so other people will hear what he's saying? That's a really, really good point. I mean, uh, I'm not saying all the time. I'm just saying. You sure, you wouldn't he even would call like not be above 
faking a phone call as if but as if there's people that want to hear him say these things. Wouldn't I? I kind of picture he would be the type that would either just talk to the operator or maybe call for delivery food and mm. say oh. this kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, this is yeah, what I'm yeah, getting. You're right. As you're opposed right. to calling, like, he does order out for lunch, <laughs> so <laughs> that could have been a restaurant mm-hmm. or or anyone really. <laughs> well, that's my theory. His, his uh, therapist. That I'd like to order he number three talk with about rice. Going to not not that that's. He needs one. It's it's a good thing. It's that's one one of the few <clears throat> healthy things about Bill that he mm-hmm. at least has at times gone to a therapist. Yeah. That it could 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 be that would be better than not better than the restaurant, I guess. We are okay. So we are actually Matthew has now taped a bunch of comic strips on his desk. Oh yes, right. Mm-hmm. And say, tells Dave that he you know you never let me do my own stories anyway. I've got to say, at this point, Matthew should just really be fired. This should is you, awful. Yeah, he should be fired, or you just go write the damn story, show it to Dave, and at least he's done the work. Just, just yeah, actually, really that's wanna, a, that's know? a valid point too. You know, just like just do look, the I thing. look at all I did. Look, uh, I found a new angle on this. Maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. actually, right. that's all he needs to do. Yeah. Just find this is what reporters do. If you can't find something new about a story, you just uh-huh. you find a new, different angle on it. Exactly right. Exactly <sighs> right. Uh, yeah, but he basically again, Dave just again. Completely refuses, and then Lisa calls up. Now, given the, the plot most of this childish episode, thing she does, I've ever seen Lisa do. But I want to know, given the plot of this episode, how she's calling the author of and not speaking to Jimmy James. Who is she actually talking to? Did he use a pseudonym of a real writer? That's what I want to know. And she just looks him up in the phone book. Who is she talking to? I mm, he might have dictated everything to Eugene. <laughs> Maybe that's quite possible. <laughs> but she asked for Eugene. Is this Eugene? You suck! And then she hangs up like a little kid. And that's it. Yeah. And that's all she wrote. And Dave goes back to his office, and a little Dilbert doll pops out. <laughs> hey, David, it's me, Dilbert! Yes, I'm. that's exactly what I would picture Dilbert sounding like, by the way. Right. Not uh, Chris... Was it Chris Elliott? Or who was the voice? No, was it Chris Elliott? Or it was... Daniel, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Somebody had this discussion on a podcast the other day. I'm repeating their exact... <laughs> Who does the voice of who? I almost said Danielle Steele, but that would have It was Danielle Steele. She was the voice of Dilbert. Very sexy (laughs) Dilbert. I assume Southern. I don't know where Danielle Steele's from. I don't. Yeah, Uh, right. Uh, But yeah. uh... (laughs) Is Dilbert still even in circulation? I have no idea. I think it is. Okay. Enough to keep Scott Adams talking about things. (laughs) You do not like Scott Adams. No, I don't. He's an a hole. Um, I've heard (laughs) from you. but yeah, and then, yeah Actually, and then actually I've heard that too. Uh, but go ahead. Sorry. That's fine. No, Dave and then Dave yells at Dilbert and Bill walks over and says, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were in a meeting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's not through the door. Uh he's behind the desk. Uh Matthew's behind the desk with Dilbert. Yep. I'm sorry, there's two uh No, Dave just went crazy. Nice. Yeah. yeah. He, he goes nuts. No. Uh, uh where the hell I realized something. I mean his last boss. I am Dilbert. And you are the mean boss. <sighs> Lisa's like a dogbird or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty strong a- a episode for Matthew, actually. Uh, yeah. There's some good Matthew stuff in here. Um, That's right. I think Bill, like, uh, you know, it's it's hard to read with Bill almost all the time, but unless you have follow up, mm-hmm. where he, where he cracks. Um, but uh, he could be like, okay, Dave's going crazy. Well, this makes sense to me. Or, cause, I mean, his last boss, like got very very like anxious and then gave himself back problems from stress so, right like you know uh, it's it's tough because bill does have that uh i get to be an asshole here so yeah, yeah. i'm going he to be an asshole here like, and that's kind of what i think whenever i see him do stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm surprised that he didn't make some sort of joke about, um, you know, Dave looking like he's in middle school playing with dolls or, or something like that. Like, sure. Because it's he, Bill. Oh, you're right. And I think rude. <laughs> I think he's also up for any chance where it might turn out they are crazy because, he again, we've already discovered sure. he wants to watch that happen. Cause well, yes, he, he does. Man. Don't he talk to, about my crazy man, man that like way. that. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, the uh, Dave's about to leave, and he makes sure to yeah. – he locks his door and t- tells Joe not to pick the lock, don't dismantle the door. Don't, don't, like don't remove the window the frame. Can't yeah. do so that don't he remembers the there. specifics. And Joe just says, don't pick lock. No dismantling. No, no feet. feet. Yep. <laughs> he said, don't remove the window frame, too, didn't he? he? I think he might yeah, have, yeah. Uh, and then, basically, uh, Matthew, Mission Impossible's into the room. <laughs> With a very stupid-looking harness. Are you sure that's how they did it in the movie? Come on, dude, I've seen Mission Impossible three times. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were talking about Peter Pan. Of course oh, he did. God. Of course he did. Uh, and when Dave walks in... Uh, Matthew he's... poses as if maybe he's on a calendar or <laughs> right? just casually uh, mm-hmm. chilling uh, horizontally on, on Dave's desk's no big deal. Like, mm-hmm. he puts his... His arm, mm-hmm. uh, like, under his face, yeah. like, like posing. Yeah. And, um. if, and if he doesn't read it, uh, Matthew's going to tender his resignation and David dickishly just tears up the Dilbert cartoon <laughs> and Matthew tries to leave while mm-hmm. still strapped to a harness mm-hmm. and then and, he can't and then the, the second time at least the second time in the show where they reference Willy Wonka good day sir I said good day yeah so so stupid uh, so we're back in the coffee shop and uh, yeah, that's right Lisa and Dave are having a discussion but oh yeah, Lisa said, "What if I what if I called you a workhorse in bed?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, mm. being an asshole, then I'd have to say, "Glad to be of service, baby." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is something that stuck in my head for a long time when Matthew asked if they'd like a nice frappy mocha. <laughs> Whenever I see frapp or frappe written, you that's did. all I think of is you, frappy mocha. Th- yeah, every time. This was also the moment. Have I? Oh no! I've said it out loud. Oh, I think I've actually yes, heard you definitely. say it before. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. There you go. Okay. Uh, just by the way, when Matthew hit the register, it just starts beeping. It doesn't stop. And w- this is the moment, one of the moments I love when the boss comes over, hits the button, and they he gives Matthew Turns this like key. angry yeah. look, and Matthew just like stares him down back, and it's like this exchange, like this is first day. You already hate each other that know, much. Like, what did you do? Like, <laughs> He's probably tripped it's over Matthew. every possible liquid, broken <laughs> so broken. much shit. Yeah. That exchange is beautiful. So Made people spills, uncomfortable. People may be slipping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like they. They eventually leave, and yeah. I really like uh, Beth's dumb line later on. She must be. She's just so sad about him. And I- says it must be so demeaning making <laughs> coffee for people all day. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> I also, I also love that she's sulking on the couch, like her head's on, like her face is on the couch. She's just like face down, and then like Dave's like feet. And and he, she she lifts them, but she's still like flopped completely on the couch, no energy expended sure. on her body except for except her feet. Except for her feet, being and then she her. does it again, like after she flips over. It's mm-hmm. pretty great. He really got a sec. He got a job really fast. He I did want to point that out, especially uh, for fair, somebody of his personality. Somebody for his personality, but and you would think if uh, he had that kind. of what we assume is an impressive resume, they'd be like, oh, you're going to leave. You're going to leave a coffee shop. That's what they would assume. <laughs> well, it's a new shop, so they might just really need. That's true. Who knows? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I love Bill's suggestion, though, mm-hmm. when they're talking about Matthew. He's like, you talking about the spaz? May I make a suggestion? Let him 
Now, this is actually very heartfelt because he does say, let him sling coffee for a few hours. He'll get bored, realizes he misses all of us oh, and no. come crawling back on his own. Yeah, you're like, oh, Bill. Like, yeah. Thoughtful. And then <laughs> and you're like, oh. When he does come crawling back, that's when you kick him away. <laughs> Those of us who are adequate don't need his type around. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, adequate aquaticism. <laughs> Not a word. Don't care, my friend. That's also one of my favorite. Adequate that's my favorite deli- delivery. Don't care, my friend. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and then we are back in the bathroom, which I love. I love when the bathroom plays yeah. a part in this show, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's just it's. There's always a good gag in there. Bursting with adequatulence. And then we finally find it. Bill finally reveals. Like you, you think I don't? You, you 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 know you think I don't know that adequate sucks. It's like getting C minuses in grade school. Nobody likes getting C minuses when no, I got A's. straight C minuses, but I never got used to yeah. it. <laughs> and then uh, basically, it turns out that Jimmy's been in the stall the whole time. Yeah. Well, After guess... Dave admitted that he doesn't, he knows the re- review is bad. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, I can't read my note on that, but long story short, he just. Uh... It's like Dave describes it as you know what a workhorse is. It's a big Clydesdale pulling a beer cart through the state fair with a bunch of drunken <laughs> yahoos throwing cherry bombs at it. You miss Wisconsin, don't you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it. I'm sorry. Well, uh, I thought it was a good review. I can't do it, Mr. James, right now. <laughs> Not that I could do it before, but it's much worse <laughs> right now. Isn't that a conflict of interest? Because it turns out he owns the magazine. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, well yeah. Yes. <laughs> These days we call that synergy. Uh, and then You really did not write anything like uplifting for no him in this. no i don't know what he was thinking if that's what he uh but he long... says his only mistake was was misspelling Catherine's name like uh, right. what no <laughs> no i'm thinking that maybe as a boss he doesn't want to give him them like the most perfect review because he wants them to still keep trying, still trying to work sure yeah, yeah yeah but jeez mm-hmm jeez uh, I like when they go back, and they basically go back to all ask Matthew to come and join. Everybody's in the coffee shop. Matthew doesn't mean anything to you that we're humbling ourselves in front of you. And then Bill oh, we're says, humbling? Our- I didn't know we were humbling ourselves. <laughs> I would know I was humbling myself. Yeah, he tries to leave, and I think <laughs> Beth pulls him back, something like that. And then they bring in, quote-unquote, Scott Adams, right. who is a, a good character actor. Dilbert would never do this. Do it and- for Dilbert. Do it for Dilbert. Dogbert. <laughs> Do it for Matthew Burt. Matthew Burt. I love how Bert. fatherly he is. <laughs> yeah. He like puts yeah. his arm around Dave while he's talking yeah, to Matthew. So, like it's so cute. So ridiculous. <laughs> the guy's great. And uh Matthew agrees. It's quote unquote Scott Adams turns out to be an actor. And I love that that what's Catherine wants to meet him. <laughs> and he, he says, Oh, it's not really and he says, Nice to meet you. She doesn't even touch his hand She's and like, she I'm just walks away. And then we do uh we do finally get our our cold open physical gag yeah we get our physical gag it's just now and Matthew basically ends the episode by leaving Uh the dumbest way possible and falls over over the counter over the counter I will say anybody who's a fan of Parks and Rec you guys should watch I don't if if you're a fan (laughs) of this watch Parks and Rec because if you want this stuff you'll get all that with Andy also I keep noticing just gags and gags and gags just getting not stolen but they're very similar on Parks and Rec I just like there's so many really good gags that they repeat I can't remember the one we saw last night was huh there was one last night, and I can't remember what the gag was that we were watching. Oh. We'll think about it later, but yes, Alan? <laughs> oh, yeah. The news radio definitely did first. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what Ooh, it was. I'll it'll pop my... into my head later. Yes, Alan? You were going to say something. I, I was, and now I lost you my decided... train of thought. Well, yes. How but... dare you? How uh, dare you? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. The, uh, <laughs> I want to point out the, uh, the tag of this episode over the credits. Yes. <laughs> it's very... 
it's it's just you know it's just Beth swinging down on the the, mm-hmm. the Mission Impossible mm-hmm. cables, but so casually like like she's an expert. Yeah, they're, they're like it, it feels surreal though because there's no way that this would happen no. in a regular. No, <laughs> of course not. Dave, because Dave's like, oh no, this is a good idea, kind of thing, and just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's one of those. He just got worn down and just let her do it for Maybe an afternoon. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, Coffee if Dave. Joe was gonna enable her to do it mm-hmm. anyway, Joe's not doing anything anyway. We know that. Like, like you can't really argue with Joe because no. he'll like murder you or like. Mm-hmm. Take the whole station hostage in yeah. one way or another. So, mm-hmm. and then Beth, Beth does too much stuff like people-wise for Dave that you can't really argue with her mm. too much. Right. With about money apparently, but sure. You know. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Uh, so that is how it ends. But that is not how this episode ends because we still have to do a little something called the, the real deal with Bill McNeil with Jen <laughs> on the ether. No, we don't have time for a can call me up. All right. Um, so, Bill, you know, he does his, his uh, fake out and then crack in front of Dave mm-hmm. uh, for this one. Um, it's pretty, that, that scene in the bathroom is pretty great. Uh, Watching him finally actually reveal who he is a little bit underneath. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, actually, like, he he's never really talked about, you know... Well, he did with his book. Yeah. He did talk about, like, how he's doesn't have anything interesting about himself. Sure. Before. So, so said, it thanks. is yeah. So it is on, on that theme. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't apply himself a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like, with his voice, yes. With... Um, with this perceived like persona he wants to um broadcast to everybody yes he tries very hard at that if you put any amount of that effort into something that actually like mattered he'd probably be like a recognized and esteemed journalist sure. but he gets too hung up on on uh his image instead of like just doing stuff that makes an image for him right right so Straight C minuses. It's just barely average, <laughs> might I add. Like right, which is you know C minuses are fine. Grades aren't aren't everything, but um, yeah, he's consistent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Absolutely. And uh, you know, he he just gets stressed when he thinks his image is is ruffled, but he doesn't really do much to change it. Otherwise. And he likes to use um, Matthew as his as his uh, punching boy, like like mm. so that he seems <laughs> important sometimes because it's easy, and especially in this one because Matthew is embarrassed himself in front of everybody. Maybe that's why Bill doesn't crack too much in front of Dave because Matthew's still the most embarrassing person in this episode. Right, right. So it's true. Yeah, I'm surprised Bill's not more involved in trying to get uh, Matthew pumped up against Dave. I'm uh, that I, he might yeah, be too you busy. Yeah, they being could have done that. But he might be too. Never busy. know. They could have cut it. Yeah, also true. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's all I got. And this has been the real deal with Bill McNeil. I'm gonna give you my favorite moment. I actually think now that you talked about it, uh, I think the bathroom. I think that the yeah, Bill actually breaking good. down is probably my favorite moment. It's a more of an almost serious moment, not quite, but mm-hmm. almost serious. I, I think that's my favorite moment. How about you, Alan? Uh, 
I'm going to give an honorary mention to the uh, death stare between Matthew and his boss. It's but, pretty great. Uh, I'm going to give it to, to Beth laughing hysterically, showing the comic strip to Dave, Dave giving her the death stare, uh-huh. and then followed by the shudder from Beth. Like, that is a perfect, that is yeah. a great moment. God, I need to go back and watch that part. I didn't. <laughs> I guess I didn't catch that. You know, yeah, it's it's between those two for me, honestly. I broke really? both of those. Down. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Tiebreaker. I, I really do. I really do. Uh, love what what Beth does. So like, I think, I don't know. Sh- uh, she could have done that as an actress a number of ways. And sure. I just think it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Because she didn't have a lot of time to work with for it, and it was mm-hmm. just. That's yeah. true. It, was it is solid. a quick moment. And that's probably why I, I didn't catch it the first it was time. solid and really funny. I think probably my favorite line, uh, there's a lot. Any line with the adequ- adequacy jokes yep. are all good, but him on the phone saying, you know, it's one thing to know you are adequate, <laughs> but, you know, for a fellow member of the press to stand up and tell you, yes, sir, you are adequate well, like that, that's probably my favorite line. Mine's, pro- I'm actually misquoting the first part of this, but the, really the last word is the important part of it is what Bill's saying. Mm-hmm. After I fill my duty of adequate aquacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's adequate aqua, there's adequacity, there's adequatulence. Adequate aquacity, though, was my favorite mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jen? Um, if I'm not going to pick a bill line, because there's just, there's just so much sure. wonderful stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Um. I really like it when Lisa's like, hello, Eugene. You suck. <laughs> Solid. That's pretty good. Solid. Simple, but effective. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just immediately like is beaming because it felt good. <laughs> right. Apparently. Right, right, right. So what would you name this episode? Then? Are we renaming it? Yeah. Even though, we, even though we don't have, it's not a Zeppelin episode. We're just going to rename it I anyway. think we should still rename it anyway. Oh Why the God. hell not? Okay. Uh, I hadn't thought that part through. Uh, well, then see. I'll just say, I'm just going to call it the review of adequacy. The review of adequacy. Okay. And Jen, do you have a, do you have an alternate oh, title? Thanks for. Yeah. I got nothing. First, this is buddy. Alan's problem. I blame Alan. Uh, I blame Alan. You suck. Okay, that's a good episode. Uh, All I did was add two words to the already current episode. I know. I noticed <laughs> that. I noticed you didn't. You didn't try. I'm just going to call it synergy because that's the first word I saw on the piece of paper. We're going to call synergy. It synergy. Uh, well, Alan, do you have anything to promote? Where can people find you? You can find me at Twitter at Alan A L L E N Rickard R U E C K E R T. Jason is making a weird face. That's no, not just part of the that's Twitter. That's his face. Uh, I it in same my head. as Facebook and Instagram and. Uh, we're promoting right now. We're uh, talks from some people. We're hoping th- something happens, but uh, our screenplay, The Adequate Three, has entered, has been selected as a finalist for another festival that I. Thank really? you. Thank you. Horror really? comedy I co-wrote. Yes. Wait, it's called The Adequate Three now. So awesome. What? What did I say? You, you I said, saw- I'm sorry. It's actually <laughs> called Three to Die. No, my college film should be accepted for nothing. <laughs> it's called Three to Die. It's screenplay. Uh, wow. I was wondering. I, I can't. Like, Wait a minute. We're going to leak it on the website, I folks. something wrong with me. That's fine. I, I will say well done, regardless of your mental problem. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jklam, J-K-L-A-M-M. Go to stolendress.com for all my stuff. That's about it. There's only one other thing to do, and that's to say, catch, catch you later, B-Cakes. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. 
have questions, call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit soulandress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave.